0: Hey, Broadway Christian Church, I hope you're doing well uh, today on a very snowy and cold day today. Um, I'm here today with Gary, a good brother of mine, good friend of mine. Uh, we've been able to serve on the elder board the last, um, for about six years together, and uh, just appreciate this this brother. And um, I-, I let you all know a few weeks ago that if anybody wanted to share their experience with revelation their story about the book of revelation um to to let me know and we would try to do that and so jessica Wilman shared a couple weeks ago uh there's going to be a couple others coming on and um and we've had have gary on today um, I, I mentioned and all of you know that in the book of revelation there's a, a lot of Differences of, of, of opinion and thought about how this book should be approached and how it should be interpreted, and uh, this is going to be a great chance for you to hear uh, Gary and the the approach that he takes to this book, and um, you all are going to hear from me for the next three months <laughs> on this book, and this is a chance for you to hear uh, Gary's perspective on the book, and uh, so he's gonna he's gonna share a little bit about his own story of Revelation and and, and what it means to him and how to how he approaches it, and what he thinks is really important, and some of the parts that the church is missing right now, and uh, so he'll share that, and then we'll kind of see where the conversation goes from there, but uh, Gary, just share your heart and mind with us, brother.
1: Well, um, thank you, Pastor Ryan, uh, for inviting me to even uh, talk about my experience with the book of Revelation. Um, I just uh, really appreciate that, and I appreciate you uh, personally i've learned so much from you as my pastor and i i'm delighted with that uh, um and i just uh, um i'm truly a different person now than i was uh before and and god has done that through you so i thank you for that and i thank you for um just being uh, my pastor for the past six seven eight years how long it's almost been seven years now i think or maybe more yeah but uh so thank you for being my pastor pastor ryan and and uh I generally get kind of confused as I talk and I get out of line. So I kind of wrote my thoughts down. Would it be okay if I just read them? Go for it. Yep. Okay. I'm going to just kind of read through this. um, And if there's questions, uh, hopefully you will ask me some questions and uh, we can answer them. But anyway, like in politics, in religion, gaslighting has done well to keep the peace. But when God pulls back the veil and the truth breaks out, uh, gaslighting doesn't work anymore. Uh, the gloves come off and the real fight begins. My experience with the book of Revelation is that it goes against the agreed upon narrative that the church has been, uh, and that the church has been gaslighting us uh, concerning this book of Revelation. Jesus said, I told you what is going to happen, so that when it happens, you'll believe that I am. That's prophecy. He said, I told you what's going to happen so that when it happens, you will believe that I am. Uh, Isaiah chapter 46, verse eight, verses 8 to 10 uh, say, remember this, keep it in mind, take it to heart. And he goes on to add, you fools, are you rebels? But uh, he, uh, you know, he says this three times because it seems like it's just very important. He wants to get this point across. Rem- uh, remember this, keep it in mind. And take it to heart that 18 inches from the head to the heart take it to heart uh re- verse 9 says remember the former things those of long ago i am god there is no other i am god there is none like me and then verse 10 says i make known the end from the beginning from ancient times what is still to come i say my purpose will stand and I will do all that I please. So the book of Revelation says of itself that it is prophecy. God telling us the end from the beginning. It seems like it's given for the express purpose of showing us the things that are still to come to pass. Uh, And it is for, uh, for the express, and that is for the express purpose of compelling people to believe that Jesus is the I am. In other words, Getting saved. Jesus making known from ancient times what is still to come to pass. Revelation is prophecy. Revelation is eschatology. Therefore, eschatology is prophecy. And the agreed-upon narrative of the church is that the church has become the new Israel. That God is through with those Christ-killing Jews of the past narrative, call that the Old Testament, and if you don't agree with that narrative, we will shut you down, (laughs) and gaslighting is the uh, preferred current method of shutting people down.
0: Can can I stop you there, and just can you explain what you mean by that term you used a couple times? I think that might be helpful for people.
1: Okay, you're you're asking about the term gaslighting, and I'm just about ready to explain how the church is gaslighting us. I believe the church is gaslighting, and this this is a rather controversial subject, and you're free to not agree with me, but uh, the, I think it's gaslighting to get the church to believe that getting people saved is the main mission of the church, and that the uh, it's not advisable to talk about the rapture, uh, the mark without which you won't be able to buy or sell anything, or the regathering of the Jews to the land of Israel, uh, or the great falling away that is actually happening right now, those things are said to be sideline issues. I've even been told that they're backseat issues. But I think that that's prophecy. And I think that that's what God has given us so that people will realize that he is the I am. I'm going to jump back into where I'm at, where I was at in my yeah, little yeah, speech here, because yeah. I uh, thank you for for asking that. The clarif- clarification is good. Uh, gaslighting actually, I believe, is denying the truth when the truth is right in front of you. Mm. That's what gaslighting is. And if you if you have a question about that, Google the words um, deny, 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 and then Joey Bishop. It's a rather risque thing, but a little it's a minute and a half video clip. But Google deny, deny, deny Joey Bishop, and it shows you where he's denying what's right in front of his wife And uh, he just keeps denying it. And that's what's happening, I think, with end-time events and much of prophecy. We just deny it. The church, I think, much of the church denies it and it goes on. So, finishing my last couple paragraphs here, the principalities and powers in heavenly places who have developed this hoax of the main mission is to get people saved and stay away from prophecy, that hoax, love that kind of talk. They... Are willing to lie, steal, and destroy people to keep this hoax going. The whole counsel of God includes the fact that God tells us the future through prophecy so that you can so that we can show others that the God of the Bible is the only true God. He is outside our space-time domain he declares the end from the beginning. He doesn't have to depend on anybody to accomplish his will. He is good. And he if you will humbly surrender yourself to him, he will give you a new life that is eternal, abundant, pure, confident, and supernaturally peaceful. Prophecy is God's vast eternal plan revealed through scripture eschatology is the conclusion of God's vast eternal plan, also revealed in scripture. And my experience with the book of Revelation, is that it gives exactly, supernaturally, to the jot and tittle, many of the details of the conclusion of God's vast eternal plan and its scripture.
0: Thanks, Gary. I've got a couple questions that come to mind. Okay. So one is, if the mission of the church is not to get people saved, and I agree well, with it is, you on that. It, it,
1: I think that's part of the mission of the church is to get people saved, but you're not going to get them saved if you deny prophecy. See, we it is it is our goal to see people become worshipers of God. That That is our goal. I'm not denying that. But I'm suggesting that the church has told us to try to do that without prophecy. It's like... Half your brain tied behind your back. I mean it's it's like having to do bail out a, a, a puddle with no bucket.
0: There's um, a there's a there's a tool in our toolbox that's missing. Yes. What you would say.
1: A, a powerful tool.
0: Yeah. So so can you give examples in in the book of Revelation of um, of historical events that we should be looking at from your perspective that then would give us this confidence to share to our neighbor, or to our our relative. Can you give us an example of what you mean?
1: I could give you a bunch of them, but just, uh, just kind of uh, thinking about that, that the whole concept that right now, people are afraid. People have watched this election. People are watching, uh, they don't get to see much of world uh, politics anymore because everything's so local or at least federal. Um, and that's clearing up a little bit, but uh, um, that people are afraid right now, both for money, for money, for um, Antifa, for just all kinds of things. That the world seems to be shaking, and I believe God is shaking our world. I think He's doing that to force us to look at these things. And so, um, what we've left out is talking about that when we recognize that that, that He said that there would be uh, wars and, and rumors of wars. That's That's just the beginning. That's not the actual trouble that's coming. But Israel's back in the land for the first time in in 2,700 years. They export flowers to Holland. They export electronics to Japan. They export machine tools to Germany. And they're only 70 years old. How could this be? Well, um, in the very day they were founded as a nation, um, five armies around them came in and tried to destroy them the very first day. Five times since that, armies, the Arab armies around them have tried to destroy them without success. There's just absolutely no way that could happen apart from God. Our financial system is about ready to fall apart. And it's going, they're talking about Bitcoin and all the other uh, cryptocurrencies. And and the one world government is about ready to establish a monetary system that they can give you a mark in your hand, your forehead, without which you couldn't buy or sell. It's all before our eyes right now, and we don't talk about it much.
0: So, that, so those are some examples that you would give. That, so, um, so in the book of Revelation or in other parts of Scripture, um, where would you point people to to describe what you've just said?
1: Ezekiel chapter 36. Well, everybody knows Ezekiel 37 is the bones, dry bones. and But 36, verse 22, chapter 36, verse 22 to 24, God tells Ezekiel to go prophesy to the mountains and to the rivers and say to them that I, not because of Israel's sake, but because of who I am, and for my namesake, I'm going to bring them back to this land and sit their feet upon this land, and the rivers and the mountains are going to be covered with people. Um, again, for the first time, he's going to bring, it says right there, he's going to bring them from all the nations, and that's what he's been doing in the past 70 years. That's just one example.
0: Yeah, so I, I just wanted people to get, be able to have an example of what you meant by that. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. Yeah, well, Gary, is there anything else that you you would want to share today before we before we wrap up?
1: There's a million things I'd love to share, <laughs> but I know time wouldn't allow that. And so um, I I just want to say that um, okay, the very thing I mentioned to you a minute ago is is uh, a while ago. First um, uh, Thessalonians chapter four talks about the rapture, and it says that we which are alive remain remain will be caught up together with him in the air. The word caught up is in the Latin Vulgate, rapturus, and so it is the word rapture, and then at the very end of that chapter, verse 18 of chapter four, 1 Thessalonians, says, encourage one another with mm. these words, and we don't, mm-hmm. we can't, because you don't know for sure whether I believe in a rapture or don't believe in a rapture, and and you're not really sure how you feel about a rapture, and so you don't wanna say anything to me about it, and, and I've said what I think, and so now you really don't wanna to talk to me about it, um, And I think it's just because the church isn't teaching the truth about it. If the church would teach the truth about it, we could all agree. 1 Corinthians 10 says that we we should be in agreement. I think we're quick to, I think one of the principalities and powers plan is for us to quickly agree to disagree. Mm -hmm. Agreeing to disagree is better than fighting. Um, I'll give you that. But we should be able to agree on these things. We should be able to look at the scripture and not just say, well, that's your interpretation. What is it? it doesn't matter about my interpretation. What does the scripture say? Mm. Yeah. That's that's my thoughts.
0: Thanks, Gary. I love you, brother. And thanks for being willing to share today. And um, friends, Gary says he's got thousands of things he could share. You know where he is. He's there on Sunday morning, just about every Sunday. And uh, um, love you, brother. And uh, love you thanks too. for um yeah, thanks for your forbearance with me and my life and in our life together and our friendship together. And I, I hope people, um, I I agree that there is a, that there is a way in which agreeing to disagree does not get to the heart of the matter. And I think also that we, I hope that what Broadway has seen today in our exchange is the way that two brothers love one another, even when they might disagree yes. about things, and so that's, uh, I hope that's what you, that I hope that's been modeled today, if if nothing else, you know. And, and I do hope that those who are interested in what you uh, wanted to share today will will reach out. So
1: that's what you have have shown me, Pastor Ryan, is that uh, Simon uh, the Zealot and and uh, Matthew the tax collector were friends, opposite sides of everything, but they were friends because of Jesus. Amen. they are my friend because Amen. of Jesus.
0: Amen. He is the center of it all, brother. Amen. Amen. All right. Broadway, we hope you've enjoyed this. And um, again, if any of you would like to share your own thoughts, your own experience about the book of Revelation, please let me know. And over the next few months, as we're looking at this book, we'd be glad to have you hop on and share your own thoughts. Peace to you, friends.